right, guys. So welcome back to another edition of Crypto Weekly. I'm Crypto Kenny. Um, we've got an interesting little session we're going to do today. I think it's going to be very valuable um, to a lot of people. Um, last week, we talked about uh, the Luna fiasco and just some uh, some things that's been going on in the space. This week, we're going to we're going to kind of gear it more towards um, newcomers to the space and people that haven't been in the space a long time. Um, Specifically for people that caught uh, the the top of the uh, last bear market, they kind of went into NFTs during the uh, during this downtime. So um, yeah, so that's that's what we're going to be focused on today. So before we start, um, obviously any projects or um, coins or investments that we talk about today, we do not you know um, we're, we're not backing any of these, we're not sponsored by any of these. Anything we talk about as far as uh, investments um, are our personal opinion, not financial advice. Um, so do your own research and the space is, is uh, uh, volatile and, uh, and dangerous for investors that don't know their way around. So we're hopefully we're going to give you some advice today, but always do your own research. So today I have one with me, uh, Galleon. He is the social media manager for Alpha Mutants NFT. Um, so he runs our social media and outreach um, so he's the guy that uh, that sets up our collaborations, and uh, he's been in the space not as long as the rest of the team has here, and that's specifically why I wanted him one. Uh, but he does have a lot; he has his fingers in a lot of different areas in the space because of how many um, uh, different projects he reaches out to, and has, has filtered some uh, some uh, friendships with uh, a lot of the collaborations that we've done. So we're going to discuss today, yeah, and we're going to discuss the. The uh, the good and the bad of uh, being a newcomer to the crypto and NFT space, and what some of the the mistakes we have both made, um, you know, during our trial period in the space, and what some advice we would like to give to uh, to you know anyone watching this that might be in that same spot, right? Um, yeah, I, so I definitely have some advice to share, and the important thing is to to try to take it. Uh, I get it. Tons of great advice from Kenny, and sometimes we just got to learn for ourselves, but I urge you not to do that for some of these. If you can just skip part of this pain that a lot of us endure learning this market and jump past that part to the part where you're making consistent smart plays, you know, that's where we want to get you so that you're, you're thinking about it a whole different way than, than we are jumping into it. Um, I'm sorry to cut you off, Kenny. I'm just so excited to be here today. No, man, <laughs> um, no, hello to everybody at the Alpha Mutants and everybody listening. I'm, I'm Galleon, the communications and social media manager. Uh, like Kenny said, I do collaborations and giveaways and any way I can get somebody outside of our project to come and give value to you guys in the project is what I, is what I do. Um, I spent a lot of time just researching and digging around. I haven't been in the space for a long time, but I my superpower is I have the ability to grind boring things longer than absolutely anybody. So when it comes to research and learning and catching up, like I, I'll crush people. And, yeah, and that's, so that's, that's, that's a big, that's why power. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a big thing in this space. You know, it's, it's a big thing to, to, uh, to be able just to continue through the ups and the downs and just keep grinding. And that's the people that make it in the space. That's so, so that's, that's like, in my opinion, that's probably one of the best qualities you can have in this space is just to be that person just keeps grinding. You know, and I think that, and, and to give people a little background of you. So Galleon has a little bit of background in, in, uh, gaming communities. 
Um, and I think that's probably where a lot of that comes from. Cause I remember back in the day playing video, like dedicating time to playing video games and, you know, you're grinding that RPG and you're at that boss or you're at that, that certain event that you cannot get past and you do it over and over and over. And then you got to go and you got to level grind. You got to do so in cryptos a lot. Really? There's a lot of things you can take that are, that, is, that are subsequential, right? That they're, they're the same. You could side. really gamify it. You know, there's yeah. ways you can break it down into a game. And especially if you start developing a system where you decide like, okay, I have to follow this system and not your emotions and not your brain that thinks, oh, I can think of a better play, man. Just watch. Like, no, no, you, it might work once, but 50 out of 50, it might work once. Right. So yeah, for sure. So I think a good place for us to start would be to talk about how you came into the crypto space to begin with like what was your first Absolutely. experience in uh, coming into crypto or nfts or whatever actually got you in first like what was that like? so i'll tell you a bit about my experience as a as an investor or trader overall because that's what leads me into where we are right um so i i started trying into the traditional stock market a couple of years ago during the covid crash there and i made it okay but i never had anybody to bounce ideas off of i was the only one in my friends trying to learn stocks you know, and I did okay with on my patient moves. And when I tried to be smart, guess what? I lost money. Yeah. And eventually I got frustrated. And you could see the blatant stock manipulation because it's centralized, right? They make the rules, they do it all. And I didn't want to play. I took my ball and I went home. So fast forward a couple of years here and pretty much peak November there, I started deciding, Kate, I've laughed about look. Bitcoin and all this technology for long enough, it's very clear it's not going away. In fact, very cool things are starting to happen in the play to earn space and tying gaming and gamifying it in. As you said, I, I have a massive background in gaming. I've gamed since I was a little, little kid. So like you said, when it comes to, to crypto or dealing with loss, I mean, anyone that's played normal Nintendo, Super Nintendo, made it to the last boss with your two lives and loss and have to start all over again while grinding isn't anything new to us. And you right. come up through MMOs and building communities. And that's where my strong point has been really is in communities and outreaching other people, because that's something I've just always done in, in MMOs and rating. I've built communities and guilds. So that's something I've just been very passionate about. And as I started getting into crypto and trying to learn, I found they use Discord a lot, which I like Discord. I'm a gamer, right? So all of a sudden I could find communities to start chatting with. And I was learning but the timing was poor. I mean, I came in and I bought some gaming coins because I have such a strong belief in gaming and then some of the layer ones, but obviously everything just entirely collapsed. Whenever you take your, I was prepared for Mr. Toad's wild ride. You know, I knew it was going to be bumpy, but she, yeah. she sure dropped a lot. Like there was ones I should have sold even when they were down 50%. Like, oh, I can't take that kind of loss. Well, now I'm down 99% on some of those coins. So yeah. I mean, not all these things are going to survive. Most of them aren't going to survive. It's important to listen to these guys like Kenny who've been around and gone through the same things and, and probably thought the same, Hey, I'll hold this one. It'll come back only to find, you know, in a year or two, not only did it not come back, it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. And, and I think that's a, that, that brings me to a good point. One of the biggest lessons that I like to tell people in this space is, is one of the hardest ones because it involves a lot of patience. Right. Um, so a lot of people, get into different investments and specifically the crypto space because people start talking about it a lot. So we get these highs of um, a lot of mentions on social media. We get these highs of a lot of uh, 
talk around, you know, the, the traditional investors and stuff and people just FOMO in, right. That's where that, you know, I, I love that, that term FOMO because it, it, it talks um, about something that I didn't have a word for, for the longest time. It's, it's that, you know, you, you get caught up in this hype and you get in. So the first thing I would say to any new investor is if you're not in the market, okay, currently, but you're looking to get in, make sure that you get in on a, on a down wave, right? That's when you want to start getting in. Um, because if you get in on those peak, you know, when everybody and their mom is buying into something, you're, you, there's a much more likely chance that you're going to lose 90%, 99%, all of it. You know what I mean? Because these FOMO waves, because of the, the, you know, the difference in the size of the traditional markets versus the crypto markets are massive orders of magnitude, right? You're talking trillions and trillions of dollars yeah. versus, you know, just like exactly. now. This is something I try to explain to my friends when they say, why does it swing so much? You know, and I try to simplify it as much as possible. Like if we were talking about the stock market or crypto, one and the same, but Say you had one worth $100 million total valuation. You, Kenny, own $90 million worth of this one. And the rest of us have $10 million worth of it. And it's worth like 100 bucks. We're all fucking pumped. Well, Kenny wants to sell his $90 million of this $100 million. And all of a sudden, it's worth three cents. Right. And and what happened? Yeah, well, exactly. the entire volume got sucked out. Now, if this was a billion dollar valuation and he sold his $90 million, well, it's a drop of the hat. Like it would still go down probably 10%, but it's not dropping 100%. Like yeah. you don't get a complete implosion of Luna dying or yeah. a very similar, similar yeah, event. I- and, you know, over the years, you know, the, the, in the six plus years that I've been in the space, that's what that's a skill you, you eventually learn, because when you're looking at new projects, even some projects that even get up to those higher valuations, you still want to look and see, well, who actually holds this project, right? Like who who is the top holders? And if you have 10, 20 different wallets or, you know, individuals that own 50 percent of that project, I mean, that's a dangerous place to get into, right? You know what I mean? There Absolutely. has to be. There has to be fair distribution, so that's something to look at. But, but to you know, not to get too advanced for for you know what we're talking about today. But you know, so number one, I would say, I would say that you know, coming into the space, don't don't uh, you know, spend the time studying when, when there's a home a FOMO hype. Spend that time studying the projects you want to get into. Like you know, read a book about about Bitcoin. Read some articles about Ethereum. Whatever it is that you're particular. If you're about, if it's gaming, read about who's the biggest players in gaming in the space. And then when you see the, those markets, either you know go to that sideways momentum or you see a big crash happen. <clears throat> that's when you want to get in because it 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 alleviates the pressure that that downward pressure from all the upside. So that would be the that would probably be the number one thing I would tell people. Um, coming in when they when they decide to start investing and that is very good advice but it's it's hard to be told here's a shiny new toy and don't take your money and don't put it in and don't have fun but we mean it because if i would have come in not spent a dime and just started interacting with communities just started learning if i know everything i know now but back before i invested all my capital i would be in a much different position yeah, for um, sure. There's so much to know and so many ways to lose money. If you don't know exactly what you're getting into, there's a lot of very expensive mistakes. So like Kenny said, find some reading, but both with stocks, with crypto, and now with NFTs, I wish I would have spent 10 times more time reading before spending my first dollar. And it's yeah. hard. That's a very hard 
thing to do because you're not as interested if you don't have skin in the game, but maybe you only put a little bit in, you know, we always talk about DCAing, which is dollar cost averaging, which means if you bought in at, at $10 and it goes down to five, well, you should buy in a bit more to make your average seven and a half. And, you know, every now and then you just buy a bit more to average that out. Right. But for definitely sure, take your time and invest and spend, you know, invest your time first and then your money after. So, so in the time frame that you've been in the space now, we had talked a little bit earlier, as you said that you'd you'd made a list of some of the things that you, you know, like wish you would have done differently that you, that you, uh, that's right. Like that kind of of things. uh, I wish I knew before I got into it. And let's go, let's, yeah, let's go into some of those and like, let's dive into that. Yeah. Yeah. You know me, I can, we can waste a lot of time just chit chatting. I'll, I'll try to cover some actual content here for the guys. So one of the things what I wish I knew more about was was the gas costs and just tracking it all. You know, I understand what it is. I understand why we get charged it, but just a little it's like dying from a thousand cuts, you know, that it does add up. And I find crypto does a very poor job of tracking your investments. Like mm-hmm. when I got on the stock market and you buy stocks, it's like, okay, you bought this at $30. This was your $750 initial investment. It's gone up to this or it's gone down in yep. crypto. It's like, I bought this much Ethereum. Okay. No one keeps track of that for you. Like write that down or something. Right. And then if there's gas on top of your transaction, you know, I was in some DGen plays or it's one thing it was 0.02, but then with the gas, you know, you got to write that down as your total, total cost as well as when you list it, that's going to cost gas. All these things cost gas. So I'm making these little flips and finding I'm not even making money. In fact, I, there was in the first bit, I was going backwards a little bit, not accounting for gas. Um, that's one of the painful things about Ethereum. And it's really nice jumping on the Solana train right now, flipping some projects over there. And if I get in one and realize yeah. I don't like that and I sell it really fast and you know, there's, there's no real fees there. It's right. a fraction of a, of a Solana. And, and I will tell you that, that this is a, major thing so so here's here's a, here's a solution that comes from somebody that's been in the space for a long long time right so it's it's crazy because the technology itself is getting you know it, it's an advanced technology You're like wow you know you do these transactions in fractions of seconds you can send large amounts of money or small amounts of money and it, it, it's awesome right but the, the the sad part about this is currently because we're so early in the space there's not a real great way to track every single one of those. So you want to know? Do you want to hear what my? It's crazy saying? to me though. It it is. It make it, it's it's very difficult. So th- there are options out there like Zapper that will track like you know certain things like your like Ethereum and uh, and like anything that you can do on MetaMask, but it won't, it won't track Solana. It won't track you know some of the other chains like Phantom. So th- they all have like things that they do well, but there's no like real. Uh, like one-stop shop for like tracking it. There just really isn't out there. Um, and, and, and the ones that are developing still have bugs and they're in betas and these type of things. So there probably will be eventually. But as of right now, there is like my go-to, I have a spreadsheet, okay? I have a Excel spreadsheet, very simple, because everybody that knows me knows that I hate Excel and I'm terrible at it. But I have a very simple Excel spreadsheet. And so how that works is when I make a transaction, then that transaction, that these are the things I put down. What I purchased how much it was in Ethereum at that time, how much it was in USDC at that time, what the gas price was. That's it, okay? So that when I make that, when I so say if it's an NFT, if I make the trade later on, then that way I can see you know where Ethereum's price was, 
what my gas price was. And so I can evaluate whether I'm up or down on this, you know, that's right. You have multiple benchmarks, not only Ethereum, but also US dollars. Yeah, because that's the problem with crypto. You know, somebody, I mean, like like right now, like you could have bought a uh, you know, a a Ford Ape for you know a hundred ETH, you know, six months ago. And then sold it for yeah. 100 ETH today, and you're like, oh, well, you're not know, broke even, well, right. but, you well, di- but, you, but you didn't. One's a $500,000 board, Abe, and one's a $200,000 board. Yeah, Abe. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you, you have to track these things in crypto. It's actually even more that there's a few more things you have to track versus if you were just saying, oh, this is just in dollars, right? Because we have these fluctuations. So that's a, that's a really big one. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, you know people need to understand at the very beginning, it doesn't matter if you're making $2 transactions at the beginning, track everything you do so that you know where you are. That's, you know, so it yeah, doesn't adds up, man. Even approving your NFTs to be allowed to sell costs gas. And, exactly. you know, it, there's, there's everything. I was going to go into another little bit, but. Yeah, I was disappointed. Even the like the CEXs, the centralized exchanges like Binance, right? That you're just dealing with crypto on. You would think they would have a better one, but I found when I was doing crypto, I was writing down all my purchases on CoinGecko. Like I built a portfolio there, and I would track it all, and then that one would do it for you, and it would start working out your your average cost on your tokens. You know, you could add every single one of your purchases and stamp yep, them, sure. timestamp them. So that one is a very good asset for anybody that's trading crypto, needing help to track your investments is to check out coingecko.com, sign up to that. You can pick all of your tokens and then start timestamping purchases in there. And it's a great tool. Um, yeah. If I go into mine, it'll tell me I'm down 95%. So <laughs> try to stay away from that. Right I'm now. really glad I'm tracking that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. Yeah. So like I said, I started in stocks, then I went to crypto and it kind of crashed and I started seeing all the interest in NFTs and the gaming. And I, that's right when we got into the, the Neo Tokyo kick as a community, right? They were about 50 ETH at the time. And I realized I wasn't gonna be able to afford one of those on my own, but it seemed pretty cool what was going on. And that's when we found each other in the Citadel there and the rest is history, but that's when I really started diving into NFTs. But since then, I've really just kind of tunnel visioned on NFTs. And I find that's something that that newcomers do. Like when I went into stocks, I just tunnel visioned into stocks. When I started in crypto, I tunnel visioned into that. I didn't pay attention to NFTs. And then when I started learning about NFTs, I've, I've changed my focus to NFTs. And I don't really look at the, the crypto side too much. And that's not a good that's not a good way to go because it's important to get to the point where you're starting to see the whole the whole picture because the NFTs and crypto are all intertwined with each other. So if you're researching, I see you just itching to, to touch on this, Kenny. Yeah, um, yeah. So I am a I am a big proponent over the years in, in my year because I mean I've I've been in the traditional markets for twice as long as I've been in the crypto yeah. markets, right? So, you know, I admire some of the great traders over the years, you know, the Buffett and Munger, I've read every book they've ever put out, right? And they're as far away from, from crypto investing as you can possibly get. In fact, they both, they both hate it, right? Um, but, but there are some, there are some lessons that I've learned from, um, you know, guys that have been in the space that long uh, that, that apply here. And one of the things is, is diversity, um, 
because diversity. So this is this is this is the sad truth of investing, and it's not as it's not exciting, it's not sexy, right? But if you want to make money in the space, this is how you have to do it. Um, so if you if you zero in on one particular one particular area in a market, right? You have the potential to make far more money if you have than if you had a diverse portfolio. But the caveat is you have the potential to lose far more money. Okay. So for example, there were plenty of people in the height of the NFT craze that put in uh, you know, a few thousand dollars and could have made hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? But these same people, the crashes come so fast. And 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 those same people, they could have made money if they got and out. You're of almost the top. in disbelief, you know, because oh, a 10% drop, it must bounce back again tomorrow. And then tomorrow is a 30% fall. And then you're sitting there like, do I sell for half? Like, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's and then it's, it's 90% down. Yeah, well, it's the falling, it's a falling knife syndrome, right? Like, like you keep looking at it, you're like, oh, it'll rebound, it'll rebound. Well, sometimes they don't. So what I've found to be effective, just like in traditional markets is, is that you have to have a system to, to uh, put your, your, your gains in the space and to diversify them into other options. So for me personally, so I'll, I'll give you what I personally do, right? Now it changes depending on markets, but like, but this is, this is the basic, basic principle. The basic principle is, is that I buy in projects when they are on a downswing and that is in, you know, crypto and, in, and in NFTs. Okay. And then what happens is you have to develop this mentality that you tell yourself, listen, so, for example, I'll give you a good example that's pretty recent for me, all right? So, last year in 2021, I had really spent some time studying the Avalanche ecosystem, and uh, and I had bought in on Avalanche at around the $40 mark, right? Um, so, my system is that once that, – that during a bull market, that when I – when I got 100% return, okay, so when, when it went from 40 to $80 in Avalanche, right? All of my initial investments was taken out of Avalanche. Okay, 50% of that was put into stable points. 50% of that was put into into my long-term holds, which at this time is Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Link. Okay, or Chainlink. So I would that's where it goes. 50% into dry powder. 50% into long-term crypto holds. Okay, and then I let the the uh, now half of my original investment is still in the is still in ABAX, and I let it run. Okay, so when I reach another so my system is every 50% that I gain after that, I every take it up. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so at that point I take another, I split it again, take another 50%. And that's how I ride like crypto. So, so what I'm saying is I, I, I oftentimes miss some of the massive upside on coins, but I very rarely lose any money. Okay. Because you, yeah, that's, and that's, where we got to get to. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it protects yourself and, and there's no better feeling. And it also protects you mentally because it's, it's in this space, it is devastating to have a 90% loss or, a, or, a, or a almost a full 100% loss. And that is a devastating thing. So when you get to the place where you're protecting yourself and you've already pulled out your initial investment, or maybe you even pulled out your initial investment and some profit, it doesn't hurt as bad if the system crashes, right. And you lose, and you lose that, that because you're playing with house money. Um, so that's the kind of, uh, the kind of psychological place you have to get yourself to, and you have to be okay with missing some of the upside, right. Um, in order Absolutely. to give yourself longevity. So. so while you're talking about mental tough toughness, that is one of the points I was going to make is both when I played around with stocks, 
getting into crypto nfts you know the feeling of fomo is is very real and what gets a lot of people into crypto obviously what got me in there everybody thinks they're going to make money quickly hey i'm a smart guy and i i could work hard and longer hours than most people i'm committed and i i'm sure i could definitely make money off this but if you don't take a systematic approach like kenny say and and really self-discipline to stick to that system like you're gonna get wrecked i've been getting wrecked for a lot of it even with coaching and advice because i joked with kenny before the podcast started but he probably feels like our our dad like i told you guys not to do that I'm like, i didn't i just wanted to see if it was gonna work i don't know like yeah. I thought I could put water in the gas tank. I don't know why it didn't work well. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the, so, you know, the, it's, the cr- go ahead, go ahead. Finish your thought. So you know, one of the most important things as you're trying to train yourself up as a, as an investor is you need to work on your, your mental health, your mental toughness as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have a history of, of some mental health in my family. It's not a secret things I battle with. And that's one thing that, you know, I do, feel FOMO. I I have a lot of responsibility. I have needs to make money. So I, I chase it harder than I should compared to letting it come to you as Kenny's saying, like, he's not pushing it. He's not trying too hard. He just takes it out when it's ready to come out. It's certain watches what it does. If you can sit back and not be emotional about it and just follow your system, your calculated plays and research smart teams, research good projects, talk to guys like Kenny, Nate, our community here in the Alpha Mutants where you can trust each other and these guys have been through it and you can bounce ideas off of each other and really start working on yourself. I'm listening to a lot of books. I'm listening to the mental coaching, trying to work on my resilience to, to hold off. You know, when you see yeah. something, oh, I can make a, I can make money. Well, you could lose money there seven different yeah. ways. So just sit on your hands, okay? <laughs> yeah, for for sure. And I mean, that's a big thing, man. Because I I, th- I don't think people understand that as an investor in any space, not just the crypto space, but it's it's exponentially more difficult the crypto space. But but in any space, like I, it ninety percent, uh, it's ninety percent mental, right? You only have to push that buy button one time. You only have to push that sell button yeah. one time. The, the the process of deciding what to buy and when to sell it and you know those things that's all mental. So you have to get to that place and in it, it it's super it's way harder in the crypto space than it is in traditional markets because I can have you know a thousand shares of Apple on my you know and I mean it's it, it's not that emotional. I can't I can't see these shares of Apple. I don't, they don't have any picture that I can look at, you know, it's just, it's just a ticker symbol. Right. So when they go up, you know, I gain 10%. I'm like, okay, well, that's great. Now let me sell these shares. Or if they're part of my long hold portfolio, I just sit there. If, if they're a dividend stock, you just sit there and let them get your thing, you know, you get your dividends, but it's different with crypto and specifically NFTs because you can get stuck in this community that you can see, right. You can see a board ape. You can yeah. see it. You, you can, you can get see. emotional attachment to things. Like- I mean, yeah, and some of them you I, do- I lost my profile picture, Martian Premier League in that yeah. hack. Like yeah. and I got another outstanding player, but it's not that one. Yeah. My exactly. new one looks like Brad. Yeah. He's got yeah, like yeah. kind of a fro and a gold <laughs> tooth and a mustache. Like Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, <laughs> and see that's that's what makes makes the mental toughness so much more needed in and specifically the NFT space is because we get attached to these things. And here's the thing and, that nobody and- that nobody wants to hear. Okay. That's what nobody wants to hear. 
do not get attached to anything at this stage of the market, right? Yeah. Well, we're it's too, not we're, really we're too a thing. Yeah. You met people, you made friends, you made a community. Guess what? You're not right. actually going to lose those friends if you sell your NFT. Right, like, right. You still send them a message and, and chat. It's fine. Yeah. And I mean, it, play, it plays on human psychology, right? Because we, when we have cool stuff like that, you know, we have cool things. We don't want to get rid of those cool things. We, we don't see them for what their value is. But so that's what, that's what makes people that, you know, picked up a, an NFT at Mint and that thing ran to 50 ETH and they didn't sell. And then they hold it all the way back down to two ETH or whatever. It, it, that, there's a problem there with the mentality, right? Because tell you, some of that story, man. It would probably even happen to me. And I, I wouldn't be able to tell anybody about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but I mean, the, the, these are things that we that we need to talk about in the space because people do it all the time. And like, so yeah. this is this is the mentality, right? So it, in in NFT specifically, right now, we're very early. We don't know what's going to make it. We don't know what's going to be here two years from now. They're still developing like utility and processes and all this stuff. So we don't know, right? So what, what the best we can do is we can look at projects and communities and we can say, hey, do these people have teams that are developing constantly? Do they have passionate teams? We can say, do they have a good plan in place? How, what, what does it say? What's their white paper say about how they operate? What's their roadmap say about what they're going to do? Okay, what's the continued development? What's the dates when they're, when, uh, for when certain things are going to drop? We can look at their treasuries. We can say how well funded are they? We can check and see like if they've got VCs from big comp, you know, big investors. But yeah. once we what's look at those, what's your plan when it doesn't go well for the next year straight? Yeah, exactly, you exactly. Know, are, you gonna, are you going to work the same every day? Like, right, and then and then what other people have to think is is there's a trading in the nft space that it warps your your vision of reality okay and let me explain what that what that is so in traditional markets we make a buy because we know that a company is going to acquire another company right and we make a buy on that we say well you know the, the next three years of this company looks good because they're taking assets of this company and they have a better asset to debt ratio blah blah we make little you know mathematical decisions and then we go we, we make 10 percent that year on that stock right we sell it made 10%. We're super happy. Great play. That is nothing in the NFT space. And people don't understand that's not nothing. 10% in a year is, is fantastic. And, and you will see people that get four or five, six X's and they still won't sell. They still won't take their money and, and get out. And, and to me, that's craziness. Absolutely crazy. Kenny, Kenny's just sitting on sidelines like, sell yeah. her. <laughs> and I yeah. remember, oh, um, yeah, there was one. Shout, out, shout out to Nato. With oh, the yeah. cyber broker, he got an offer of like sixty Ethereum on it, and came right. comes back to the community. He's like, "What do you What do you guys think I should do?" And Kenny's like, "If you don't sell that NFT, I'm going to drown you." Yeah, yeah because <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, know, but that's yeah, because point. specifically in that particular case, you know, he had minted that NFT and he had gotten a rare, yeah. he got super lucky and gotten a rare, and and you know was asking, "What do you think?" And and I was like, "Man, is, is that type of money going to change your life?" And he said. I mean, yeah, that's that's crazy money. And I was like, then sell the thing, man. I was like, do it right now. I was like, cut off this call and go list that. Um, yeah, you know, go push because, the button right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it's such it's a, such a shame to me to hear people that have that opportunity and then they let it pass and then they lose ninety yeah. percent of the value. You know, if exactly, it can change, man. If it can change your life, or if you if if I put in a hundred dollars and I can cash out and I made five hundred dollars in a day on a flip, do that. Because there, yes, there is a small chance that 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 particular project could run 
to 20 ETH or whatever, it could, it could happen, right? But there's a very, very small chance that could happen. And if it did, it would not be there very long. So we take the wins that we can get that we know we can get, cons you know, consistently. And those wins, I promise you, if you do that consistently, you have a much larger chance of making it in this space. I mean, it's just right. not it's, to mention the price of Ethereum when that deal was made versus right, right. now. I'm pretty sure that was closer to a three thousand dollar Ethereum. I'm, uh -huh. I'm not sure, but it was a it was a great play. It was very fortunate. Um, you know what's funny? I was looking through the history of that of that Martian Premier League that I lost that I really liked. Uh -huh. You minted it. Oh, did I? You were the minter. It sold to someone else, and then I bought it from them because I'm going through the history. I'm like, <laughs> that's amazing. I what? love that. That's great. Minted so that a the aviator one that looks kind of looks like me. Yeah, you you minted that one. So so, so that's that's funny. And then, because... and then I paid I paid more to somebody else to get it. Yeah, because it was cool. So yeah, for sure. And I mean that that, that if you, shows if you mint something with aviators. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you sold it before reveal even. You didn't yeah, I, I didn't even see reveal on that. But see, that shows you my system, right? Because I sold when I minted. Yeah, I believe Kenny's I system it. is that he's a paper-handed little bitch. Yeah, that's what people. Yeah, paper-handed it for like three x or four x is what he did, and right, then bought right. back in afterwards well, with all his profit. Well, 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 see what I did was I had I think I had two different wallets done or maybe three, and I had minted like six of them or something, right? Because I that's had right. that that many. Yeah, two. And and so when I sold two. I paid for the the mint price of all of the six, right? Oh, so sure. I, I I had four of those NFTs on house money. So it didn't matter if they went to nothing. I had not lost any money, right? That's what I do. And, and then then I had sold a couple more as the price went up, and I made some you know some some actual profit off of it. So that that is the system that I follow. Now maybe maybe in the next six months, maybe Martian Premier League goes insane. And you know they have a twenty floor or something, and I lost out on that, right? But you don't I'm care. Okay. I don't. Because, I don't care because your system and you're not chasing those big ones, right? You've accumulated right. your wealth from consistency, not chasing home run swings. Because if you don't hit a home run, you're left with no score. Yeah. Like you struck out, man. You might yep. as well go up and just try to get on base every time. For sure. Just get and those things in place. So back to the Martian Premier League. We both minted this. This was our first mint as the Citadel revived once we took it over. Uh, managed to bring this collab in. Um, so Kenny sold pre-reveal. He got a great price. I sold one of them pre-reveal for that 0.26. And then I wanted to hold on and see because of an emotional need because I made a connection with Martian Premier League. It's it's hard right. when you're a collab manager because I actually went <laughs> and, and made this connection. It was the first one I ever made. So yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyways, as soon as they revealed, I found all mine were shit and I tried to unload them immediately and I sold one for good price and the other one I got stuck with. I wasn't going right. to dump it for what it was falling to. And then I took my profits and I bought an outstanding guy and I still, I made a small amount of profit, like just above breaking even. And then I'm holding on to these NFTs, two MPLs, house money, not much profit. You know, I could have went the Kenny route, sold them all pre-reveal. I mean, it, if they were rares, I would have been angry, but they were all common. But you yeah. know, if you sold them all, the floor always dips and you just buy back in. But it's all about being tough mentally, having that mental fortitude to say, no, yeah. like it's just a it's just a picture, it's just a contract, it's just a trading chip. That's all it is. Yeah, there's For other things attached to it, but it's just a trading chip. You know, we For need sure. to be able to throw that away. You you can't have success without following 
this plan and consistently doing it the right way. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, and that, that's a, that's an interesting thing to talk, you're talking about there because I'm not, uh, I don't want to confuse people and make them think that I'm saying never hold any NFTs. Um, no. no, because, because I, I, I think there's, there's, there's great value in holding certain NFT plays. Like, you know, for, for example, since we've been talking about MPL Marshall Premier League, you know, they have a lot of development coming up in the next couple months. Um, they're actually going to have an in-game token that's going to get uh, allocated to their holders. I mean, that might be a great investment. They're, they're doing all these uh, things. It's supposed to start supposed to start yesterday, right? When I, right when that hack started, of course, was like boot camp yeah. day. <laughs> so yeah. It's I mean, starting. Yeah. So, but, but the, I mean, the point of that is, is that, you know, whether you, you know, sell out all the, you know, like from a mint, from a mint or from a purchase, whether you sell out all you got, got in that and you, and you take profits that's fine but you redistribute it however you want or it, if you decide to keep some that's fine but don't keep anything until you break even that's what i tell people you, you do not yeah. do that you have to break even you have to protect your that's capital right. before you keep anything um so, so and that's difficult on things that are like uh like single mints right like if you only get one mint, single mints i know it's terrible and i and I, I i i hate that too because like, what are you doing to me you expect me to hold this thing i want my money back <laughs> yeah because, because then then you're and then almost, I'll hold it after but yeah because then you're you're almost forced to make a choice like either i, well, I either I, either i hold this and risk my money or i you know sell it and either make my profit or whatever it is so yeah i mean i just had I, that dilemma with flipper right because yeah. it came out instantly started climbing i knew it was gonna be a good play but i bought in higher than i should have i bought in like two Oh, two, four, um, went up to two, eight, two, nine, right. Could have sold, made a bit of profit. I'm trying to think about gas. Nah, it's flipper, right. It'll go up, crash back down. So then I missed that opportunity. And it was one of those things where you only have the one, you kind of have to decide, but if you did it at the right time, you could have sold, watch it go down, buy it again. Yep. You, know, you can make your profit still walk away with the NFT at the end of the day, and then just hold on to that because it's it seems like more people make wealth from from holding them long term i mean you got to get your money your yeah. investment back out but For it's sure. not the quick flips it's the yeah. long holds that suddenly turn into yeah for sure and, values and i mean that's how like i've done in this space not particularly that see even now even now the nft space still still scares me a little bit because it, we're really young in this so you know, with me, my profits over the years, you know, I, I told you my system, I, I have a system to where my profits, 50% of my profits, when they go out, they go into either, you know, dry powder 25% and then into long-term holds 25%. So those long-term holds that I hold, th that those are the plays that I am convinced will be around 10 years from now, right? So they're my long-term investments because you do make the most money being a long-term investor. It's been proven yeah. in every market. You know, if you if you That's have something right. in hold. So um, I'm starting in the NFT space to see these uh, these these plays that are beginning to develop that look like they will be solid, you know, long term plays. It's difficult now, though, because it's so young. You know, we, we the, the tech the the, the um, mass user nft space is you know a year old i mean board apes were minted a little bit over a year ago right and that's what really started it and, and it even took months after that to get the craze going so you know when you're in a market that young you got to be real careful about what you decide to hold for a long time because just like at the beginning of the altcoin craze you know back in 2017 and, and, and following you know a lot of those altcoins died and never came back i mean i still have bags of altcoins that barely exist anymore Right. Like you can't even find them one, one, uh, one, like, you know, uh, CoinGecko or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're just not listed anymore. So that does happen. 
So you have to be you have to be really careful. So my advice to people is, you know, there uh, take your profits and throw them in at the beginning when you're first getting started in this space. When you make some money, throw your profits into USDC because you know that's not going to go anywhere, right? And then and then allocate a, a small portion of that um, into into some of the bigger coins that we know are going to last. So you know, I'm, for me personally, I only do it with three. I only do it with Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Chainlink. All right, and I have different reasons for each of those, but the the point is is that that they're very solid, very well funded, very integrated projects that we just you know that that are going to be around, in my opinion, for a while. Now that's not gospel. I don't know, right? I don't know, but in my opinion, I think they're safe enough bets now that that you can put your money in there and hold them. I think they survived multiple bear markets and still right. held their number one and two spot for this long and then chain links just the utility behind it it's an absolute necessity they can't do business without right. it so for sure for sure going anywhere as a new investor it's it's hard and especially if you're going in and have the need to make money like i said and that's mm-hmm. a different position i'm in then then kenny he doesn't need to pursue it whereas you know fomo is always harder when you know, you want to get out of the life you live. You want to get out of the job you don't like. You want to get out of debt. You want to get out of whatever reason you have. But, you know, we get in with a short mindedness that, oh, if I'm smart, I can make this flip and make quick money here. And, you know, you're only looking days or a week ahead. And then you're, you're looking to make a new play in a week instead of, you know, as we can get ourselves from looking a week out to planning a month ahead, to planning a quarter ahead, right? When you stop looking a week ahead, a month ahead, you start making more money, right? right. If you start thinking in terms of a, a quarter and then as soon as you can get to the point where you're really not needing this money, you're not trying to pull it out and you can start thinking about your numbers yearly and start planning out what can I do right now that's mm-hmm. going to set us up well in November. You know, those yeah. are the plays that are going to make you the most money, like Kenny's saying. So what is he doing right now? He's buying Ethereum, he's buying Bitcoin, he's buying Chainlink, mm-hmm. you know, he's buying some of these plays. Uh, we were talking about the NFT space, how it's so hard to know who even is a blue chip. Well, this has been a conversation before, Kenny, and I can't wait till you put out your little thing on it because people say, well, it was a blue chip. Why did it go down so much? Well, you know, what is, what is a blue chip? Is a blue chip because it costs 50 Ethereum? Oh, it's a blue chip. It was expensive. You know, like, what do they have? What constitutes it? Like, even myself, I'm not from a traditional investment background, but I, I know that, you know, we touched on this earlier. If you went into Web3 or crypto with the same, without the same foundation that the stocks have, right, in the stock world, all right, let's see your business proposal, you know, your three-month, your three-year plan, all these analysts. Oh, we don't have that. We have like a roadmap. Like you'd get yeah. laughed out of the fucking building. Right, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's, here it's, we are as consumers lining up at the door to fucking support these guys. So, you know, at some point, the rugs start being on the consumer just as much as, as the market. And we're hoping here in the Alpha Mutants that we can help people start seeing what is a blue chip and what you should be looking for. I mean, these projects should be coming in with the same requirements as trying to start a stock, trying to create a company and start your ICO. And like, this is our, our giant portfolio. And we're starting to see some more of those. And those will be the ones to follow. Um, I know Dark Star in the community is really into RTK FK, which seems like they're affiliated with Nike, right? They're buying up all right. the Nike domain names. Right. Dot swoosh. They're yeah. buying them up. So 
Like if guys like Nike, a big real world brands are coming in and tying themselves on, those are ones to pay attention to because Nike's not going anywhere. And if they right. want in the space, they're going to be in the space. Yeah, 100%. And see, that that is where when you have people, because I understand, you know, we have some investors that don't want to be in the regular crypto space and they don't want to be in the in the traditional markets. They just like NFTs, right? And they want to try to make somebody NFTs. It's difficult to do that, but but for the but I'm not, you know, I'm not hating on anybody because there's no I understand. I'm money. back to thinking it's the whole picture, right? Like if you're gonna buy right. NFTs on Ethereum, then yeah. why aren't you also owning Ethereum? Because if they're gonna do well, then Ethereum's gonna do well. If you're right. buying right. into an ecosystem well, without actually owning the ecosystem, what are you doing? Right. Well, I think it's, you know, my hope is that that it works just like the the modern do-it-yourself stock investing has worked, right? So, like, there was millions of people that had never invested in the stock market in their life, but when, like, apps like Robinhood came around and said, you can do this yourself, you know, you can pick your things and makes it easy, and it made it fun, right? Kind of gamified it, that a lot of people exactly. came, that a lot of people came in, but because of that, they started learning things that they that they didn't know, and so then you had people that would like branch off into other like they 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 would say like well I can do this well maybe now I should look into like getting an IRA set up or doing these things and I'm hoping that's what the NFT market does for a lot of people for the crypto space is that it brings people in and they're like this is cool there's games there's you know profile pictures of this stuff but you almost are forced to have to learn about. Other pro- yeah, about about uh, blockchain technology and I, and most I mean I actually know some people that came in for NFTs and now they're like oh man have, did you, like I got the other day called me he's like he's like if you ever use the Phantom ecosystem he's like it's really he's like I tried it out the other day man I was doing some like DeFi on it he's like it's really awesome and he's he's into that space now and it kind of brings in so that's what we're hoping for we're hoping that all of this ties together you know that NFTs Absolutely. and blockchain technology and so when me and you were talking ten years from now. I mean, hopefully it's all a giant, you know, interwoven chain, right? That all of this stuff works together. And, uh, you know, by that point in time, you know, we, uh, we've, we've spent years investing in these in these uh, these infrastructure plays like the Ethereum's and the Avalanche. I sure hope so. You know what I envision? You ever watch uh, Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. You know when yeah. they go into like, I'm going to call it the Nexus because that's just kind of like an EverQuest reference. But when they go out of the arcade machine into the Nexus, the one common area where all the other games are connected and they go through whatever door and then you're in that world, you're in that game. That's what I envision for for all the blockchains, you know, Ethereum and Solana. And, you know, you would end up in this Nexus hub somewhere in like VR or a metaverse and be like, hey, well, we're going to go like all roads lead back to the same place and all the blockchains will be connected and and you can send from Avalanche over to Ethereum and there will be a conversion rate just like countries have a conversion rate, right? Like Canadian to American dollars. Well, if you want to come in here with your pond scum avalanche you got to pay the ethereum conversion rate like but it, it will all go into each other no right. matter where you were coming from you could take all of your capital if you're like completely out of the polka dot system and you're moving into avalanche and you're like i'm selling everything and converting it all but you you could do that your right. years invested in that space you could take the value there and whatever you learn and go into something else because it'll all it'll all connect so i hope that we you know, we do get there someday. I believe that's the direction that it, it is going. Yeah, um, one of, one I don't see many chains building in ways that, oh, we don't want to be able to interact yeah, inter- with other chains. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's every, counterintuitive. Every, yeah, and everybody's working on that interoperability, right? It's just, it's just, we're, we're early, you know, we're so early in the space and yeah. it's, it's, it's coming. So, you know, for like, you know, the theme of just what we've been talking about, just for like early people, you know, do not, 
this is a down market. We're in an extended bear market. We've been here. You know, a lot of people leave at this point in time. But let me tell you the same thing. The same thing happened with the with the tech. You know, with tech coming up, right? Companies that were that like like Google, like Microsoft, like Apple, like these companies, they went through these same highs and lows, man. Like it, it happened just the same as it is here, right? But it's those people that believe in that technology and and to uh, to just continue to you know don't spend what you can't afford, but to continue to DCA in this stuff because you're you're buying into the infrastructure of what will be the biggest industry in the world, right? So um, you know, so for, for for new people, and obviously we can't talk about one you know two percent of what you actually need to know in this space. But but what I would like to do is is invite anyone watching this video if you're not already in the Alpha Mutants NFT Discord, you know, definitely jump in the Discord. I will have a link below to the social medias and Discord and uh, that you can get into because we do this constantly, right? We talk about all of the subjects, and if you're in there for a few months. You know, you, you can go through like, you know, security, how to keep yourself secure. You can go into how to uh, get into new ecosystems. You can go into all these different things and learn and, you know, spend this time learning and, uh, and asking us things and being on voice calls with us and learning stuff um, because that's the number one thing to take away from this, right? Spend a spend hundred times more time learning about something than you do execute. Invest your time. 100%. Absolutely. 100 come and join us in the alpha mutants community which i hope you do like you said there is a university of resources there for you to learn from but if you find something that isn't in that university i hope that you would ask out into the crowd to our team leads we're always there to help people out the university is a bit of a living library so it's never going to cover everything all the time in this quick moving space but if people can bring those problems to us then it's something that we can then build a new file for the university we're going to teach everybody in the community how this works and then add it to that compendium as well so that it's there for future knowledge. Um, I know we're running out of time. We'd like to keep it to about an hour. I wanted to touch on a short story about security as a newcomer to the space because yes. I had a bit of a security breach myself that I'm still dealing with the mm -hmm. ramifications of. Um, it's very important, guys. Obviously, I can say it a thousand times, you know, Security is key. Protect yourself. You know, you hear it so much, it starts to lose meaning a little bit because, well, I seem to be doing everything right. I'm not getting affected. Why would I use a burner wallet? Why would I move my things to a ledger? Why would I deal with this? So I was in uh, the Azul Discord the other day and they had somebody compromise one of their mods accounts. And he posted a new announcement with a link to receive your, your whitelist spot, which isn't usually how things work. But, you know, when you're tired and you're, you're scouring for whitelist, sometimes you do stupid things. So I clicked on that one and then it popped up with, you know, when you're signing to this sign. So I, I signed, there was no charge. And then there was another one with a charge, which I clicked and immediately done yeah. that. Yeah. Went to revoke.cash. And it's like, we can't even load this list for you is what it told me. I was like, what? try to do it and things started getting taken out of my account right away. I lost four NFTs. Um, he took out whatever Ethereum he could until he ran out of Ethereum to transfer anything else. There's no more gas available. Yeah. So, you know, had I used a burner in the first place, which if you're using MetaMask, all you got to do is up to the top, new account, yeah. Yeah. you have a second account, you log into that one and you use that one instead. And suddenly yeah. everything's not attached to, to where you're, clicking around right that's that's number one right but secondly is when you're going in you know make sure you are using a ledger for anything you want to hold long term there's no reason to leave it in there 
But as you're getting more confident in the space, let's say, if you become more dangerous to yourself. You know, when you're a newbie, you're so careful about everything. You don't want to get burned. You're double checking everything you click on. And then you get to this point where you're an intermediate where you, I know what's going on. Yeah, I've done this before. Yeah. Why would I use a burner? It worked last time. You know, and you just start clicking. You, you get a little bit complacent and then you get ripped off. And I'm still trying to get this guy out of my wallet because gas was too high and I didn't feel like dealing with it right that second. He, he, it's a stalemate at this yeah. point until yeah. I can get funds in and revoke him. Yeah, so, for, for sure. The it, point is really pay attention to what you're doing, guys. Like mm-hmm. if it seems yeah. to be to be true, if if it's not usually how it works, if it's gonna charge you gas, yeah, that's a big I, one. But until we get out to the other side where we're as expertise as as Kenny here, you know, we really take your time, don't get complacent and complacent in the space. Like, yeah, thankfully for me, that the Azul team reimbursed me most of my loss. Yeah, but that is not yeah. going to happen. I mean, yeah, it, it, you know that then that's great because that doesn't happen all the time. So it's really great that that community, you know, took took responsibility for you know getting that hack done and everything. Because I mean, you know, it was because one of their admins was not careful with his information, right? So it wasn't so it because was I on clicked the, on it though, right? Like yeah, I took yeah, full responsibility. See, yeah, for sure. And and you know that's uh, I, th- I think that you know this is this is a good thing for anyone you know starting out in the space and even me now. It's okay to lose out on an opportunity if it looks sketchy, right? Okay, so it like number one, guys, protect yourself before. So, you, like like Galleon said, have a burner wallet, obviously. So, anytime that you have to do connect to any site that you haven't used or that isn't widely used and verified, you know, use a burner wallet because it's not worth it. Um, you know, you can. And lose, they're not hard to make. No, they're not. Literally, they, it's they, not as hard. They, as- not putting yeah. on your seatbelt because you know it takes too long. Well, the fine yeah, you're gonna get exactly. I mean, yeah, make 30 se- 30 seconds, right? And you can make one and uh, you know, just just keep enough ETH in that wallet just to you know be able to do a few transactions with and that's it. That's all you ever keep on it. As soon as you uh you know mint something that you want to hold for a minute, transfer it, get it out, never leave anything in those wallets. Um, and, and that's what that that's a good way to protect yourself. And then also if you're in Discord is bad now because it wasn't as bad at the beginning of this, uh, you know, NFTs growth and everything. But now there's a lot of Discord scams that's going on. And, and the, the number one rule is in Discord, even if it's if, if, if there is a link that's dropped, OK, that isn't that one of the official links, um, then that, that then, you know, that's a problem. And and if you even if you click an official link and your wallet is asking you to re- reconnect to something that you've already connected to in the past, that's that's a no, no. It's a bad sign, okay? Because your wallet remembers what you have connectivity to, right? So if uh, what 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 a big thing that happens these days is that someone will hack a uh, admin account and then they will even change out like official links and stuff, and they'll even drop a message saying, "Hey, what, that's what happened." Exactly, and, and that's a very that's it a looked, very it looked official, you know, yeah, even though I mean, there were it, yeah, signs, but that's yeah, it, where it, it lulls you. Yeah, it gets all sense it, of security, right? Yeah, it gets the best of us. You know, even people that's been this, but I know guys that have been in the space for two, three, four years and made mistakes like this, you know, super because, because, you know, people get inventive, you know, hacker, hackers and, and scammers get, get more inventive. So the, the, the rule of thumb is use a burner wallet. Second rule is never click on any link that is dropped in personal message on anything. Okay. And then three, even inside discords that you frequent often, if you click on an official link and it asks you to reconnect to that site, 
check into it first. Make sure you're talk you talk to some of the team, figure out what's going on, you know, that type of thing, because that's those type of things should not happen. So the just those are some those are some hints. Uh, you know, I'm sure in, yeah. in subsequent episodes we'll talk about more in depth things. But if you do those three things, you know, that's that's the basics. That's the you know, turning your lights on in your car at night, putting your seatbelt on stuff, right? That's the basics you can do to keep yourself safe. So, um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, even, even Seth Green had his, had his board H stolen. He can't make his TV show now. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so be someone, a character in the, in the show and he fell for a phishing scam, lost his board ape and it's basically mm-hmm. being held hostage. He's been asking for it back on Twitter because he's written a TV show. It's a character in it. And now he, he doesn't have the yeah. IP right. Well, to it anymore. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's happened to, uh, um, Beeple's account, Beeple's, uh, Twitter account was, was, uh, was hacked this week. Right. So even people that have been in the space as long as these guys, oh, yeah. like they still have security issues, right. It still happens. So, you know, that's that, was, one that was two days before I fell for mine and I read about it. Right. And yeah. I laughed to my wife. I was like, oh, look at this idiot. I'm like, well, put your ape in a ledger. And then two yeah. days later, I was like, I got Seth Green and she's like, what? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, for never sure. mind. I'm an idiot. For sure. But I mean, you know, that's uh, and thank you for, you know, sharing that story because it's good to it's good for people to under, understand that you you never think it's going to happen to you until it happens. They could have that's, to that's just it. Right. And yeah. and Kenny's told me how to how to behave, how to protect myself, not to do this. Use a burner. Nate's told me everyone can tell you. So it's like it's like raising your kids and you don't don't do that. You're going to get hurt and they do it anyways. You know, you got to learn for yourself. Well, do you want to learn yourself by losing thousands of dollars yeah. or you just want to do what we say? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. For sure. I've I've lost the money and it doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so we're getting to the end, end of this one. But but uh, I want to thank, um, you know you guy and for being on here and just you know giving different perspectives of what, what to talk about and we'll have guy on again we'll probably talk about just some uh we'll actually do a little segment about just uh um you know some some uh, some stuff that goes around like gaming and building communities and stuff like that i think i'd like to do a segment with that on him uh, uh and then we'll probably do a group segment with some of the, the whole team at Alpha Mutants and talk about a few things market updates and things like that but uh yeah definitely thought it was good to to talk to newcomers and just give you a few tips and tricks and a few stories of things that have happened uh, to hopefully keep you uh, from having, you know, something like that happen and, and yeah, have to go through right. those things for sure. Yeah. But, but uh, any, any final thoughts guy to, to newcomers that you think, uh, you know, any, any closing statements or anything that, that, that uh, you uh, would like to say to anybody coming into the space or new in the space? Bit of an overview, I guess is, you know, it's a great space. The communities are all very friendly. It reminds me of my times gaming. You know, everyone seems to be there to help each other out and, and have fun. But I suggest that you invest your time first and your money 10th um, yeah. t- time being one, two, three, four, five, all the way up to 10 because it just, the space moves so fast. There's so much hype. There's so many directions that you get pulled in all at once. And it's so hard to make an educated decision. You know, you find a community that you vibe with and find some people that know what they're doing and, you know, hang out with them. Just start surrounding yourself with those types of minds and learning how the space works. And I guarantee you, you'll start making better plays than you would have if you just went blindly into the market with your money. Um, work on yourself, man. Work on being a better person, stronger brain. Um you know, you want to be, everyone wants to be successful and wants to be a good trader. But if you can't get yourself to do the basic things consistently every day where you're making good decisions, you're taking good care of yourself, you're 
you're not FOMOing into things. These all go together. You know, if you want to be a successful person, well, you have to behave like that. So there's, there's lots of things. If you really want to be successful, you have to change more than just your investing habits. You have to change your mental habits. You have to change who you are um, to be stronger and be resilient. Um, you know, look in all the different sources. Don't just tunnel vision into NFTs. Like I said, if you think AVAX Avalanche is interesting or Solana is interesting and you're getting into the Solana NFTs and the Avalanche NFTs, well, I suggest that you're also looking into just supporting that ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Maybe support the ecosystem first and start looking out to what is running on it instead of doing it backwards. When right. you start looking at the whole space as a as a big circle where crypto leads into NFTs and NFTs lead back into crypto and, and you're not on both sides, you know, you're missing opportunities. So really just take a step back and, and learn about what's going on and really protect yourself, guys. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun today, Kenny. Thanks for having me here. And yeah, man, I'm not our most technical guy on the team, but I hope to provide like an everyman kind of input and yeah. um, some, yeah. some of the relatable questions for guys that, that don't know what's going on. You know, I have a different, very different mindset than someone like Kenny who's been doing this for a long time and has a lot more capital and can make kind of different plays not that we should make different plays, but it's harder, it's harder right? to do the same ones, right? It is, it is. And, you know, and I, uh, you know, that's why we, we appreciate having different views in the space. I have learned things from people, you know, just getting into the space that happened to, you know, look into an ecosystem before I did. And I've learned things from them and, you know, vice versa. So you can, you can learn from anyone in the space. So always have that, which brings me to my last point here before we close out is, is guys, you know, one of the big things for, for uh, newbies is get involved with a community. Okay. Obviously me, me guy, and we would love you to get involved with our community, Alpha Mutants NFT. It's going to be linked below. You can, but it, you know, you don't like, you, you don't get a vibe in our community, find another alpha community, get into a community that supports their people, that trains their people, that that you can ask questions to, and you'll get answers because that is probably the biggest uh, the biggest source of knowledge that you can uh, that will help you in this space is to have you know a hundred, two hundred other people around you that you can talk to and you can learn from. Um, so community is very very important. Um, and but, the support, the support yeah. that you'll get if you yeah. don't have friends that are learning crypto like myself, or you're the only one kind of interested. It's hard. It's easy to get dragged down into everybody else's mindset around you, right? Yeah, you have to find sure. your group of people that are going to support your new your new hobby or your growth of learning. You know, is get if you're the smartest person in your room and the only person interested in that. Well, time to get a new room, get a new community. I'm really mm -hmm. thankful to the Alpha Mutants. I want to stuck it out if it wasn't for these guys. Yep, for sure. So, um, hope you guys enjoyed the information given here and just the, you know, just the, just the, the honest, uh, uh chat feedback and, and, and stories that's going on. So, um, please, uh, you know, join us if you would like, uh, we'll have the, we'll have the links drop below the Alpha Mutants, uh, Twitter account, the Alpha Mutants Discord. We hope to see you in there. If, if you do come in, say hi to me, say hi to Galleon. We'll talk to you. We're in there all the time. Um, so also, uh, next week we will be having a, uh, uh, an actual traditional investor from the traditional markets coming on and talking to us about the correlation of traditional investing and uh, how that ties in with NFT. So that that's something that sounds exciting to you, which I, I'm super excited about it. Um, that'll be something we're doing next, uh, the next episode, but until then, you know, come talk to us now for mutants. And uh, this is crypto Kenny galleon. And uh, this was crypto weekly. So we'll see you guys next time.
Have a great night, everybody.